0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me, as always, today is our resident Imperial uh, Infiltrator. I mean, our resident Imperial... Specialist. Specialist, Uh, yes. Or... Are you part of the... uh, it, it, ISB, Imperial Security Bureau?
1: No, no, I'm
0: part of the Navy. Mm.
1: <laughs> since I was part of the Navy, you know. Yeah. Uh, Joe Cahill is joining us today. Joe, how are you today, sir? I am doing all right. I am uh, looking forward to the tonight's show since we're going to have some fun with it.
0: We are. We're going to try. We're going to try at least. So uh, today I thought we would just kind of go over some kind of what if scenarios I have a couple that I kind of wanted to go over and kind of think of what the ramifications of this would, of these different things would be. And Joe, if you have any, uh, any that you want to throw out here, feel free. So we're just going to have fun and just kind of see where the show takes us. So my what if is what if Luke listened to the emperor
1: well, then you'd have no re- Rebel Alliance, and uh, I'd be a lot happier in the world. And um, <laughs> I mean, really, if he had listened to the Emperor, I doubt they would have been able to take out the Death Star.
0: Because
1: mm. his this is his, true. his his focus would have been back on the the battle at that point.
0: Now, now here's a different what if. What if, okay, the famous scene at the end, near the end of Jedi, when Luke throws down, when he's fighting Vader, what if What if Luke killed both of them? Mm. What if Luke, in a fit of rage, killed Vader, and then thought, no, I'm just going to end it all, and killed the Emperor too? Well, then we'd have Emperor Luke emperor luke yes yes
1: i think with that fit of rage he would have crossed that border and just taken power Mm -hmm. for himself
0: i think yeah i think you're right yeah and do you think he would have tried to play it off and tried to get leia do you think he would have gone back and said look what i've done i've made it better for all of us oh absolutely because you know i've i i killed the emperor and vader Things will be better now because I'm in charge. Right. He's going to need an apprentice. Yes. Rule rule of two. But here's the question, though. Would, would Leia have gone? You know, I think she might have at first just because,
1: you know, love for her brother and mm-hmm. thinking, not realizing he's actually turned.
0: Mm. Yeah, she, yeah. You think he probably would have tried to have done what the, what Palpatine did? Is played off as like, no, no, I've I did this, out, you know, out of necessity. Yeah, he might just
1: call himself the new chancellor or something. Yeah. Instead of the emperor. Of yeah. course, I'd start worrying when he had all those
0: red guards around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why are our soldiers suddenly wearing white white armor all the time? <laughs>
1: But it's a good thing. Oh,
0: I mean, maybe it's a bad thing.
1: <laughs> but I actually think um, Luke would have been a good dark side ruler. Really? Well, for one, it keeps the empire up, which is always a good thing.
0: Yes, of course, yes, of yes. Of course.
1: And two, I'm not sure how far into the dark side Luke would actually fall. Because we mm. did see that Vader, you know, still had some good in him, especially when mm-hmm. he wasn't with the Emperor. Yeah, or 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 Tarkin, or anybody yeah. else that he could feed off of their anger and hatred as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do you think do you think that that kind of not completely falling to the dark side and not you know, still having the, the good inside you, do you think that has a lot to do with Anakin's reasoning for turning to the dark side that, or as someone like Palpatine, who, if you kind of know his backstories, was always kind of bad. Yeah, it um, definitely did because, and uh, because when someone turns to the dark side, you know, basically doing the wrong thing, wrong thing for the right reason. Right. Well, thing.
1: you know, from my point of view, it's the Jedi who are the evil. Yeah. You know, it was. Uh, he was doing it basically to save his love. Mm hmm. Everything he did. So which brings us yeah. right into my what if. OK. What if what if he'd never met Padme?
0: Hmm. That's a hard one because I think that Palpatine had his eye on him from the beginning. So I think he would have done he would have used some other means to push his buttons and to to try and turn him to the dark side. I I think
1: So no Padme and the Jedi Council accepting. That's a tough one. Now that is, I think, with that one, would he have become the greatest Jedi of all and brought balance to to the Force?
0: Possibly, it depends. I mean, that's a hard, yeah, that's a that's a difficult one. Um,
1: because technically, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader did bring balance to the Force by having those two children. mm Hmm. Hmm. I know I've been I've been working on stumping you since you sent me the message that this is what we were gonna do.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh. I don't know because I think that I don't I know one thing for sure. We we talked about before in previous episodes about how Palpatine had a plan within a plan within a plan within a plan. You know, he had plans A through triple Z and then above beyond that. So I think that if Anakin would have been without, with out of his reach, he would have moved on to something else, um, to try and format his plans and would have worked to pro if anything, try to take Anakin out of the picture.
1: Yeah. Cause he definitely and, would have been in the way.
0: Yeah. And move on someone else. Um, That's a really. Ahsoka? That would be a really interesting one with an Anakin that doesn't fall.
1: Yeah, an Anakin that doesn't fall uh, gets on the council on his own merit
0: instead of Mm -hmm. through Palpatine's. Now, it's possible. Now, if you keep everything kind of the same with the same personalities and the same. It's possible that he then moves and tries to move on the one council member who already skirted the dark, the line of the darkness. And that is mace. If you still keep the distrust that mace had for Anakin. And I think you would, you might see Palpatine try and work that angle, try and work that mistrust that mace had with, with Anakin and kind of maybe try and move him to move closer to the dark side.
1: Mm, Interesting concept.
0: I think um, that could be interesting. Or even a... Now, here's an interesting one. In episode two, when uh, Obi-Wan is first confronted with Dooku, and Dooku basically lays out what's going on. I mean, if you remember that scene, he basically says, yeah, there's a Sith Lord named uh, Darth Sidious who's pulling the strings at all of this. What if Obi-Wan... And he said you know, we can defeat him together, that whole shtick. What if Obi-Wan took him up on that? Ooh. A dark side Obi-Wan. Now, there is a... Uh, um, That's a good one. You're making me think now. Or even not even necessarily a dark side Obi-Wan. Just an Obi-Wan who... You know, sees the threat and says, you know what? The enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. And, you know.
1: I honestly don't think Dooku was an apprentice Mm. to to
0: Palpatine. I think he thought of himself
1: as an ally.
0: Yeah. Um, Because,
1: you know, he was a Jedi master (laughs) in his own right.
0: But he decided... did carry he did carry the Sith title. He was Darth Tyrannus, right? And in episode end of episode two, he calls Palpatine master. And throughout the Clone Wars, he's refer, he refers to Palpatine as his master, and refers to himself as a Sith Lord. Right. Now, so... did
1: Palpatine break the rule of two? Oh yes. He had all these guys already lined up from the beginning. He broke
0: in fact when he when he had um ball. He actually didn't become he was still an apprentice up until he became chancellor.
1: Okay. I didn't realize he, that in the timeline.
0: Yeah, yeah. He um he kills his master. Um if I remember the story correctly, and the fan, and the listeners, you can you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, when he became chancellor, him and his master, who of course was um, the Sith legend of what Plagueis. was his name, Plagueis, plague Plague Plagueis, Darth Plagueis. Uh, he got Plagueis plastered. And then electrocuted him to death, used force lightning on him when he when he was too drunk when he basically got uh, blackout drunk. And but yeah, so he had Maul while he was still technically an apprentice to Plagueis, right? And
1: and he had to have so, already started stuff forward with. Um dooku
0: yeah he Uh, probably was already and then uh, the uh planting
1: the seeds and then of course the 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 jedi master who went and started the clone projects
0: yeah yeah so yeah he like i said he had a plan within a plan within a plan within a plan within a plan yeah he was mr onion he was yep layer upon layer upon layer (laughs) now here's an interesting one what if Qui-Gon and Padme and all of them never go to Tatooine? Their ship never malfunctions, and they can just go straight to Coruscant. So therefore, they never run into Anakin. Um, Palpatine becomes Emperor. I think so, too.
1: Yeah, that that doesn't change I think the that, scope at all.
0: Uh, now, if you go if you go by what's been kind of you know put out there as canon, that you know he basically was Anakin's daddy. I think he would have taken matters into his own hand. I think that Anakin was was created with the sole purpose of him one day becoming Palpatine's apprentice. I think that was, he wanted to create the perfect Jedi, the quote-unquote perfect Jedi that he could then turn to the dark side. So I think that what would have happened is he would have gone there and basically, through some m- m- means of manipulation or something, kidnapped him and just basically raised him from a child to be a Sith. Hmm. Interesting. thought. And- which would have made for a, I think, an even more vicious and more ruthless Darth Vader. Right. What would have made it? Because you would have had one. that would attorney. have had no. Yeah, you would have, had, and you would have had no connection whatsoever. You had his mom, but that would have been it. Yeah, and you wouldn't have Luke or Leia. You wouldn't have Luke or Leia. You wouldn't have had anyone. And you, yeah, but and you would have, have had,
1: a, had a. What's that? He would have had a brother. Hmm. Ray's father.
0: Oh yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting. But also you would have had a Darth Vader that wasn't limited by his suit.
1: Right. He would have been visible. So Anakin. he would have
0: had a. Yeah, he would have looked like the Anakin we know, but one that was completely consumed by the dark side. So yellow eyes. Yeah. And one that could have also posed even I think this is one thing that helped Palpatine when Anakin was defeated on Mustafar was the suit not only physically limited him but that loss and being in that suit and the manipulation from Palpatine you know kept him from you know being able to do what most Sith would have done, which is at one point surplant the master. Right. I don't think you would have had that if you would have had a a fully functional, fully consumed by the dark side, Darth Vader, Anakin. I think at one point Anakin would have said, I'm gonna I can pick this old guy. <laughs> now, if he would have been able to, is a different story, but I think you would have had one that would have at least attempted to surplant Palpatine. Right.
1: Well, and that's I've been watching uh rewatching the movies here this last week yeah. <clears throat> just to yeah. catch little little things. And I, I I I can't believe I never saw it in Rogue One. Um since they didn't show it in uh the original trilogy was mm-hmm. Anakin out of the suit in a back to Mm. Mhm. Yes. And while he was vulnerable, who was guarding him?
0: Were the, the Imperial
1: Red Guards.
0: The Red Guards,
1: yes. So I was like, you know, I I don't know if they were necessarily guarding him or if they were just around to keep an eye on him. Because Palpatine mm. had his doubts, and he brings oh, them yeah. up in Jedi. Yes. You know, I wonder if your feelings are where they need to be here buddy
0: yeah yeah that's a, that's a interesting i think it's a little bit of both you yeah. know protect
1: him from anybody else and because I, yeah. I mean i love because the fact in that he continuing t- the, the back to tra- treatments as well I, I thought that was a good touch uh, Yeah, one of the reasons that pushes rogue one over the uh, sequels to me
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely that's definitely one of my favorite movies in you know, just the idea of of Anakin even or Vader being vulnerable, and you know being so vulnerable in that state. But yeah, that was a really good. Um, the only thing that would have made that better is if they would have been able to actually get, um. What's his name to play it? Oh, even um, Hayden. Christensen? Hayden, yeah. yeah. If they would have got Hayden to even for just that one scene, for Hayden to be in that one scene, that would have that would have been awesome.
1: Yeah, that would have
0: been phenomenal.
1: Just, and, uh, uh, that would have been really cool. Yeah. Okay. So another what if. Um you have another one on backup ready? Um let me think about it. Do you got one, buddy? Um, I'm thinking we need to talk about Well, this will lead into it. Luke Skywalker. White Jedi. Right. Gray Jedi. Mm. Which one do you consider him?
0: I consider him white-leaning gray. I don't think he's quite to the gray side. I definitely think he's firmly in the light but i do think he kind of scores that line i think he almost plays the same role as what mace did
1: Ooh, um, good, good point because i caught it in, in the uh, jedi. jedi yeah in jedi he uses uh the, the chokehold yes which you know yeah you don't ever see i can't recall regular jedi using it
0: no no um but he only, if you notice, he only uses it for like a split second. They he just uses it, gamorans. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, he just Long uses it just enough to, yeah, to, to incapacitate them.
1: Right, which he could have done with a forced throw or, they're gamorans. Yeah. I'm sure he
0: could have said, let me pass. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure that they're, <clears throat> they don't exactly have the, uh, the greatest willpower in the world. But he chose um, to, to do the choke. And I thought, oh, that's a little grayer.
1: Yeah. That, that adds a little darkness there. Um, and then, of course, by the time we get to the to the sequels, mm. and he's not really practicing as a Jedi anymore, I, I think he's gone gray.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, one thing I found interesting, it's interesting that you talked about that, that there was a method that Lucas had with the outfit when you first see Jedi uh, first see Luke at in, in Jedi he's dressed in all black right and but first at the time end, we ever when saw he time, takes, he was in all white right but if you notice at the end when he's when he's um at the very end the flap kind of opens and you see inside is white. So he said, "The idea was he's like I wanted the fans to think, oh, Luke's gonna turn, but then you see that the light is still there. So it was kind of a, a mess, you know, kind of a uh, a hidden message there that, yeah, Luke's not gonna turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna make you think he is, but he's not. But um, but
1: he, he his cloak seemed to be more gray." Yeah. In the sequels. Um, yeah. And I think he probably put the white on because that was a forced projection mm-hmm. for the fight with Kylo Ren.
0: Well, I was talking about in Return of the Jedi when he's, uh, when he, when, like he goes into Jabba's palace and throughout the movie, he's wearing all black. But he's got a little bit of white underneath the underneath his uh, his shirt, and Luke has kind of planted that there as kind of a a hidden message.
1: Ah, oh, see, I just thought it was his T-shirt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> it could have been. Un- if Under Under was, it only was as one of the things <laughs> of like, how do we explain this? Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm i meant for that to happen. Yeah, it was Under Armour. Come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I
1: think we could, like, I think it was you and I that discussed it, or maybe it was Ray and I on one of the episodes we did. Um, I want Mace Windu back. Mm. And I, I, want I think
0: I think Samuel Jackson does, too.
1: Yeah, and I want him pissed off.
0: A dark side, a dark side Mace?
1: Yes. Pissed off. He got tossed off the building. His hands got cut off, and they never came to look for him. Yeah. Because he was more than powerful enough in the force to slow his fall. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: And I think Ray and I were talking about a resurge bringing Mace Windu back. If you want to continue, not necessarily with the Skywalker portion of it, but you never got rid of the, the, uh, the new bad guys.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, the empire, Became
0: the first order,
1: and the first order was not at the final battle.
0: Mm, no, they weren't. That was the Sith. That was the Sith Empire.
1: Yep, the, that was the Empire, basically. You know, Palpatine yeah. charged with Star Destroyers. So yeah. you still have a fleet of uh, first order out there. Hmm. And boy, wouldn't it? The Do they go Jedi? further
0: into the unknown now and?
1: Yeah, did they push out? What about the territory they did control? Um,
0: mm. Does
1: this unification of everybody else push them out? Uh, do they surrender, or do they get Mace Windu as a Dark Jedi as their new leader?
0: Hmm. That would be an interesting. Yeah, I have to interesting story. <laughs> we might have to write some fanfic together on that. We, we might. That. We might have to. I have a few ideas for for a few. Uh, uh, Fan fiction stories that, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we have any other ideas for? I mean, there's so many you can you can look at. Um, and we've talked about some before. We've done a few. We've done a couple of these kind of what if. So.
1: Well. You know, what if Vader wasn't quite so hard on his admirals and captains? Now the you know, the first admiral, he deserved to die. Oh yes. But Captain Dita? I hmm? think he was just a very experienced ship's captain who found himself in a bad situation. Yeah. And he wasn't like the other the admiral. He was willing to take his responsibility for it.
0: Yes, that's true. That's Which, true.
1: you know, is always a good sign of a strong leader.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's...
1: So, ooh, I just gotta, back to our fanfic for a second. Okay. Mace the Dark Jedi with Thrawn as his Grand Admiral, running the fleet.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what new Republican? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, what new first order? He would have been like, nope, we're bringing this is the empire now. Yeah,
1: we're the second empire now, we'll call ourselves, and we win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look who we got here. Yeah, that would be vicious. That would be a vicious combination. Yeah, I basically uh, uh, a dark Jedi who's not crazy.
0: Yes. But would he not? But would he be? Because if you think about what he'd gone through, that's enough to send anybody over the edge. So, I mean, you can't rule out the fact that he might have gone crazy.
1: Well, crazy like Palpatine. (laughs) Yeah. Because uh, you kind of could tell what Palpatine's going with the no, no, no when the Jedi Masters Mm. come for him.
0: Now, I have, uh, going back to our what ifs, I have a kind of a different what if. This isn't a, you know, what if Luke turned to the dark side, what if Vader survived, anything like that. This is more of a real world what if. What if Lucas never sold?
1: I think we'd still be waiting for sequels. You think so? He would have uh, waited a long time again. Yeah. Before before pushing them out, and um, i we are talking a totally different story. Yeah. I I don't think it would be even close to what we got from Disney.
0: Mm. Do you think it would have been better? Or
1: well, you got to look at uh, the prequels.
0: The, the prequels.
1: The, I didn't. I don't think the prequel. Other than the duel in yeah, episode yeah. one. Yeah. And then basically episode three, the lightsaber duel again.
0: Yeah.
1: I wasn't real thrilled with the prequels. No. Uh, I mean, I mean, I love them. I watched them. Oh, they yeah. fit in the storyline, but would I have preferred something a little stronger? Especially after how the original trilogy was. Yeah. Um, well,
0: I, think I just that also did, go ahead. I think, to me, it would it would depend on if after what after what happened with the prequels, if Lucas would have then gone on, you know, several years later and tried to do the sequels, it would depend on did he learn the lesson from the prequels? Which one of his biggest mistakes, and even he said it, was surrounding himself with yes men.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, because when he did the when he did the original trilogy, He was just, you know, George Lucas, you know, movie director, producer. And people were more willing to say, no, George, we're not going to do that. Whereas by the time he comes up with the sequel, with the the prequel trilogy, which he directed all of them himself. Um, And the original one, he only directed uh, Star Wars, the original Star Wars himself. The other ones he gave to other directors. So... I think if he gives up the directing chair, and maybe just does one movie himself, and is willing to listen to criticism and is doesn't you know surround himself with people who just you know like I said, when the prequels came around, he was George Lucas creator of Star Wars, right. and considered one of the greatest film minds of all time. And people are like, oh yes, George, that's awesome. That is great, great idea. Yes. Yes. A whole scene about how Anakin hates sand. That is awesome. I love it. Love it, buddy.
1: Yeah, let's do Um, this really stupid guy, Jar Jar Biggs.
0: We're going to take an
1: amphibian and throw him onto a desert world, but he's not going to have any problems.
0: Exactly. And we'll give him a really, 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 really racist sounding to make an accent. And a stupid, stupid name. Yes. But um, anyway, I think that if he does, if he would have done those things, you know, I think that there still could have been hope because, I mean, we've said it before, George is an amazing storyteller. Right. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's probably one of the greatest storytellers of our time.
1: You know, I would have to agree with that, although yeah. uh, he's finding himself in trouble a little bit for one of his other stories. Mm. That he worked. Worked with Mr. Spielberg on. What was that one? Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Really? Yeah, it's it's come out. Everybody's now noticing the uh, part about Marion saying, I was a child. It was was wrong and you knew it. Hmm. And evidently in the book adaption, which I never read, they're putting her age at around 15. Oh, well, he was in his late 20s. Mm. And I guess they've got a hold of some uh, conversation between uh, Spielberg, Lucas. I mean, they were talking about this. There was a third person involved as well. And they were looking as maybe making her as young as 12 or 13. Oh, wow. Oh, and Lucas actually made the comment. Well, 15 would be the oldest. would be the tops. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: so just a little bit of trivia. It's on the um, web right now. You can go out and find it. Uh, I I caught it on the, one of the news channels. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, wow, blown away. You know, and it never occurred to me.
0: Yeah, you, you don't think of think that, of that, those things. They made that so. a throwaway line that had yeah. like a lot of
1: feeding to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't really think about it about those you know wow
1: you know and then then you look at some of the stuff in the like you we were talking about the the Jamaican you know hook up there um yeah that was, well even that was I mean even takes. uh
0: even Watu yeah you know that was very that was very much a Jewish character, character mm-hmm. caricature
1: yeah, I mean, you just... know
0: the the big nose, the the greed, the the greedy money, lent You know, money wanting always wanting the money, trying to get the deal. You know, that was very much, yeah, you know, your classic, you know, racist view of the of of uh, anti-Semitic Jew- view of the Jews. Mm-hmm. The way they had the, the 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 whole Gungan race
1: speak. Oh yeah, I mean the leader. Um, the big jolly jovial, yeah, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lost they just, they, yeah, yeah. They they crossed a lot of lines in in the in the prequels. They did, they did. But so, I mean, great storyteller, but sometimes yes. I think it's lazy. And what he thinks is going to be funny is not.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I mean. Even with Jar Jar, too many, too many fart jokes, too many, yeah, the the, the tongue catching. Yeah, jokes, like, um... yeah. It was it was lowest common denominator, which was completely different than what you saw in the the original trilogy with the humor. Which, the humor was there. Yeah, the humor was there. Um, it's not my fault. Um... Yeah.
1: Uh, you know there and the, the you know get this big walking
0: carpet out of my way and, i'd rather kiss a wookie i can arrange that uh, i can arrange that and you know Nerf her. yeah the Nerf herder.
1: yeah i mean it was great
0: the humor was there
1: but it was not... it, it
0: seemed real it seemed like like it wasn't forced it wasn't like cringe it wasn't cringy it was things that you can see these people actually saying and that you know little jokes that people you know make in real life right you know it if seemed like these you know not yes. it seemed natural you're in the those humor situations
1: seemed... you know these people really well these are the kind of jokes you're going to make yeah exactly uh, just the just the look when the falcon doesn't go into hyperspace in uh, empire at the end yes with with lando at the controls and the way chewy and leia turn and just look at him you know that's a perfect no comment yeah. just and he's immediately it's, it's not my fault they told oh, me they fixed yeah. it <laughs> and it's the same line <laughs> Han used. you know it's not my fault yeah
0: it's not my fault yeah um and even even the uh even the ones that aren't meant to be jokes but become kind of jokes in themselves, the, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Um, Which becomes ongoing throughout all the movies. Right. At some point in in all the movies, the line, I've got a bad feeling about this, is said. Yeah. How
1: are we doing? Same as always. That bad, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it just two great friends that that's all I need to say
0: yeah yeah
1: we're screwed <laughs> and it was not racist no racial no I mean it was it was great um that's one of the things that made the, the original trilogy so great he was able to yeah. mix all of that in the action the humor the storyline <clears throat> excuse me losing my voice yeah um and he missed that in the, the prequels. The prequels. Yeah, the prequels, yeah, and and Disney didn't even come close to it in the sequels. No. I thought they did in Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One! I consider it a standalone. I, uh, it, too. I mean, it, to it me. It it's is. The, it's the perfect bridge between the prequels and and the New Hope.
0: Yeah, and K two has some of the best lines. Oh, absolutely. K- uh, I think that yeah. K two S O. The, uh, yeah. the the imperial, the former imperial imperial droid.
1: Yeah. Congratulations,
0: Absolutely. you are being rescued. <laughs> Please do not resist. <laughs>
1: Please do not resist.
0: <laughs> oh no! Nobody will give me a blaster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they missed it completely with Solo. Yes. Everything was so forced in Solo. Uh, yes. Storyline, the humor, all of
0: it. I, I I'm that, not You know, that is the one besides um, Rise of Skywalker, which I haven't really had a chance uh, to watch it again. But Solo is the only movie that in, last, in Rise of Skywalker, the only two Star Wars movies I have not seen twice. Ouch. Those are the only two. And with Rise, is only because I haven't had a chance to. Right. Um, well, and Disney got lazy. <clears throat> they yeah. basically
1: just recreated the the original trilogy on a grander yeah. scale.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: I mean, you you watch I, them, and you could sit there and go, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, there's a new hope. Oh, yeah, there's the new Death Star. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got to go in and try and and take it out. Uh, you know, you just yep. match everything.
0: Yeah. Especially, especially. Um, Force Awakens. Yeah, for it was that uh, was pretty much that was pretty much beat for beat New Hope, but I mean to be honest though, I think Force Awakens was the best of the new sequel of the of the sequel trilogies. Right, little too grandiose. Um, yeah, uh, if they were going to build a,
1: a weapon that can kill stars, I would have rather they did the one from Legends.
0: Oh, uh, the the uh, the Sun Crusher.
1: Yeah, uh, it made more sense. Yeah. That they basically force the star into its own nova Mm
0: -hmm.
1: versus just a beam that can take it all out from clear across space. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then without without that, then you miss the the second the another trench run.
1: Right. Another trench run. What
0: you got. And then they tried to. You had to to have the whole thing. We had all of you know the fleet and you had to have yeah. Yeah, you had to have the whole thing, but and then
1: changing the the, the rules of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, running the ship through and it takes out half the fleet. Uh, yeah, where they'd already established in Rogue One that that did not happen mm-hmm. when the fleet was jumping away from the final battle. You had several ships that, you know, had started going into hyperspace and slammed right into the Vader Star Destroyers that came out of hyperspace. Yeah. And uh, they just exploded. Although mm-hmm. they were already basically in the bubble of, of, of hyperspace. Yeah. So, you you know, you said yeah. it and then you changed the, the rules. I, I never like that. Yeah, movie. you changed the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, that's lazy writing. A little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. And then, you know, ooh, we don't have a snow planet, so let's make it a salt planet for the speeders. This time, yeah. It'll look the same, but it's different because we'll make it red under the salt.
0: Um, yes.
1: Um, so, you know, just a lot of little things in in the, in the yeah. sequels they could have done. If they had stuck more to like they did with The Force Awakens, they would have had a better set of, set of movies. Mm. Um, or I, you might as well have gone ahead and just kept the concept and, and replayed the original trilogy. Yeah. You know, perfectly instead of it moved away. And you could also tell there were too many different writers and people at the helm. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it didn't feel to me like somebody was, I'm going to, okay, we've all discussed it. I'm making the call.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's uh, that's a good enough time to kind of start wrapping things up and um, kind of go through our normal little thing. We have a, a couple of announcements to make uh, today, but first, uh, Joe, where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me over on Facebook at Joe Cahill, Director, Producer, or Steamhouse Entertainment. Um, you can also connect in a lot of uh, the projects I've got going on from Steamhouse Entertainment and also over on uh, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. Just just look for me, you'll find me.
0: All right. So uh, as always, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by email by emailing us at War of the Stars One at Starwars at gmail.com. Uh, also, Twitter, our handle there is, once again, at War of the Stars 1. And Facebook group, War of the Stars, Facebook page, War of the Stars. couple of big announcements. If you follow us on Facebook, you already know this. But we are now available to be heard on Pandora Radio. That's right. If you have Pandora, you can just look us right up. If you have a one of those handy-dandy little Google things that plays Alexa, that play can play Pandora. Just say Pandora, uh, Alexa, play War of the Stars podcast on Pandora, and boom, you're listening to us right there and there. Also, another big announcement: next week, we will have a very special guest on the show, uh, actor, English actor Richard Stride. He played a clone. He played Clone Trooper in episode two, and he also portrayed Poggle the Lesser in a, in a scene in episode three. Uh, Poggle the Lesser was, of course, the, um, I want to say, I don't want to say Neimo- Um Genosian, leader of the Genosians, and one of the people who's responsible for the construction of the Death Star. The Nemoidians were or, I keep saying Nemoidians. The Genosians were the ones who helped initially came up with the initial design for the Death Star. Um he also was a body double for obi uh for you McGregor uh during the I think episode three. And he has a acting conservatory in over in the United Kingdom. So that should be a lot of fun talking with him and kind of learning about what it was like during that time and working on the pre, on the prequel. So that should be a lot of fun. I think looking really forward to that one. That will be, that will be. Um, And with us, that about wraps it up. So as always, remember, this isn't just my star Wars. This isn't just your star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next week, may the Force be with you. Long may the Empire reign.
1: All right.